The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. Babies born with fetal alcohol syndrome, even when the mother didn't drink. A Texas researcher may have solved the mystery. Federal money is coming to Central Texas communities still recovering after the severe winter storm earlier this year. Live from KXAN, this is a severe weather alert from the First Warning Weather Center. But first, we're going to start with severe weather, including our first severe thunderstorm warning of the day for San Saba County. It's got a considerable threat with it, the potential for hail one to two inches in diameter and also damaging winds. Right now we've been watching the uh, the radar and wind tracker closely to see if we're getting any rotation. And while there has been some, we're a bit more concerned for the immediate time frame about straight line damaging winds, which have had a history of producing 75 mile per hour gusts northwest uh, where the storm was coming from. So uh, southwestern corner of San Saba County is where uh, the worst of the winds there are. And there's also potentially some significant hail within the storm as well, querying the uh, the middle there of that uh, potential hail up to golf ball size. We've already seen reports of golf ball sized hail uh, where this storm has moved as well. There are more storms to come. This is just the first of several and these are all going to be falling across the general same area, heading southeast following one another. So the Storm Prediction Center and the National Weather Service have a severe thunderstorm watch for all of the hill country until 10 o'clock tonight. You're asking what about the metro? Well, we're under a risk of severe weather too, but later in the evening, say after 9 o'clock, and it is a lower severe weather threat, a 1 out of 5. There's some question marks still as to how strong the storms will be by the time they get to I-35. But we do think... Storm coverage will slowly grow as we head into the evening. 30% storm chances at 7, 50% by 9. That rises to 60% here at 11. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll be timing out the storms here tonight. And then cooler weather and damp conditions for your Sunday with more rain chances ahead, Mike. All right, Nick, thanks. We'll see you in a bit. President Joe Biden today approved a disaster declaration for Texas counties impacted by the severe winter storm earlier this year. That opens up federal money to eligible public and nonprofit groups for things like debris removal and emergency work and repair for damage caused by the storm to things like roads, bridges, water control facilities, and more. Governor Greg Abbott requested help for 23 counties, but this declaration covers 13. Those in our area include Travis, Williamson, Bastrop, Blanco, Burnett, Hayes, Lee, and Milam. And as we talk about severe weather, this is a good weekend to save money for emergency weather supplies. This weekend is the Texas sales tax holiday for certain supplies under a specific amount of money, including portable generators, emergency ladders, hurricane shutters that cost below $300, there are also other items under the $75 price range that qualify under the tax holiday. We have that list for you at KXAN.com. U.S. Marshals arrested a man in connection with a North Austin shooting that happened earlier this week. 52-year-old Stacy Easley is accused of shooting and killing a man Tuesday night at a North Austin apartment complex. Easley was booked into the Travis County Jail today. This is being investigated as Austin's 24th homicide of the year.
Well, an expecting mother drinking during pregnancy can lead to fetal alcohol syndrome, but new research from Texas A&M suggests that the father can also play a part. Texas A&M researcher Michael Golding and his team have found that a father's drinking habits before conception may also be a factor in the development disorder. Fetal alcohol syndrome and related disorders are the most common form of developmental disabilities and birth defects in the Western world. Golding says he hopes his research strengthens the idea that the father's preconception health is also very important. It's just this really intense level of scrutiny that's put on the woman. And I think what my data really uh, uh, reveals here is that there's a component of fetal health and development that's coming through from the father, especially his health and his lifestyle choices that we are not examining. Golding's first round of research was on rodents, and he hopes to continue studying this in people. It is day two of the Austin Reggae Fest at Auditorium Shores, celebrating reggae music, of course, and also benefiting a local cause. The three-day festival has live music, but also food and a large shopping market. A portion of the ticket prices go to feeding hungry families through the Central Texas Food Bank. Last year, the festival raised money for over 300,000 meals for Central Texas families. Still to come, a look into the life of the late Austin boxing legend who touched the lives of his Central Texas community inside and outside of the boxing ring. Honoring an Austin boxing legend for touching and changing so many lives in Central Texas, Jayla Washington has the story of the East Side's late great Joe Vela. From the outside looking in, you might assume this is just your regular boxing gym. My name is Richard Lord. Lord is on the place as long as he can remember. And I'm the secretary also. You could probably sit down and boxing talk to gym. him for hours. See you later, Russell. He'll tell you this place is more than what you see on the surface and about the faces you see on these walls. Oh, this is uh, Joe Vela. Especially this one. He's a dear friend of mine. And he unfortunately passed away, as we all will. Because of Joe Vela, a lot of what's happened inside of here, outside of the ring, may have saved lives. My friend Joe has been uh, in the boxing world his whole life, and he was just a very positive influence to lots of people that wanted to box. He uh, helped train a lot of kids, gave a lot of direction to a lot of kids that needed direction. Vela came into Lord's life back in the early 70s. He started bringing kids here whenever he didn't have a gym himself. And a lot of them didn't have father figures, a lot of them didn't have, didn't have mother figures. They didn't have any figures in their life. Vela was eventually able to open his own gym called Austin Boxing Against Drugs and Gangs, and he didn't charge his athletes. His son, Jerry, I know. he saw firsthand how his dad was like a father to everyone he got to know. Especially now that my dad's passed, I'm getting a lot of um, kind of emotional, um, a lot of uh, feedback from a lot of people that he's trained in the past and hearing stories that I've not heard. My friend mentioned to me that if it weren't for the words of encouragement, he would have just quit. And not quitting with Vela's encouragement is something those who knew him best know helped him give young people who had little to nothing a reason to keep going. 
Jovela will always be a name that's remembered. His photo, a reminder and inspiration to everyone. Probably never will come down. Yeah, I'll say as long as I'm here, it's going to be there. Jayla Washington, KXAN News. We've got a brand new severe thunderstorm warning for southern and southeastern San Saba County now for the large hail, one to two inches in diameter, as well as uh, damaging winds up to about 70 or 75 miles per hour. If you're in the path of this severe thunderstorm warning, we want you to stay indoors. Get your family, friends who may be just outside, bring them in away from windows, avoid electrical appliances, and then for the rest of us not in this warning, now's your time to put your car under a carport or a garage if you have one, as hail is one of our primary concerns tonight. We'll track the storm risk and when they could get to the metro in first warning weather. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. Live from KXAN, this is a severe weather alert from the First Warning Weather Center. All right, another day where we're potentially watching for some uh, damaging winds here and large hail and possibly an isolated tornado too. This is the main concern right now and it's for you in San Saba County where you have this uh, severe thunderstorm warning until 645 for up to golf ball sized hail and damaging winds. We've seen a little bit of an improvement in the hail core with this, uh, but still large hail is a concern and then the winds too. This is drifting off to the south and east and if it continues along its current path anyway, moving at about 30 miles per hour or so, you'll see it'll actually clip portions of northeastern Lano County and then into Burnett County too near the Buchanan Dam at about 717 if it maintains uh, its current intensity and direction. There are more storms to come though even after the first one a good cluster uh, developing northwest of San Saba County and these will all be gliding south southeastward here as we go into the night as a cold front drops through the area. So our chances for storms will slowly go up. There's no perfect computer model, but this one's doing pretty well with the location of storms here moving through San Saba County and then clipping portions of Lano and Burnett County. Uh, and some of these storms actually may actually make it into the Austin Metro and uh, near I-35. I don't think that happens until 8.30, o'clock, Williamson, Northwestern, Travis County, and then the follow-through storms uh, have a better chance of getting into Austin a little later in the evening, say 9.30 or 10. Uh, but clearly the highest severe weather risk this evening is going to be in the Hill Country, but there's still the possibility for a strong or severe storm to make it into the metro. In general, storms will slightly weaken as they move southeastward, and that's why our eastern counties were a little less concerned about you getting severe weather. Once the cluster of storms moves through here uh, by soon after midnight, then we're left off much cooler here tomorrow with some periods of light rain showers and isolated thunderstorms. Severe weather is much less of a concern here tomorrow. It's not going to be raining the entire day. It's going to be cloudy all day and cool as well, but you'll get some periods of light rain from time to time, and some of that's going to continue into the early week as well. So our severe weather threat today is pretty moderate for high uh, for hail that is one to three inches in diameter that was our main concern the other day and that's our main concern here tonight that's why we want you to put your car in a garage or a carport if you have one already had winds gusting up to 75 miles per hour with the storm that's in San Saba County now so damaging winds a possibility isolated tornado not ruling that out 
these storms have had spin, uh, but it is uh, a lower concern for us as well as some localized flooding. So our forecast tonight, we think about 60% of central Texas gets measurable rainfall with scattered showers and thunderstorms. Overnight lows actually drop down rather nicely into the low 50s, and we don't warm up much here tomorrow. 62 on what will be a gray Sunday. Wouldn't cancel the plans, but have the rain jacket and the umbrella ready to go with some occasional rain, generally light. The severe weather risk here for Sunday is south of Austin and only clips southern counties here in central Texas. And I think early in the morning would be the highest chance of severe weather south of Austin here tomorrow. Rain coverage does drop for Monday, but it picks back up here Tuesday, Wednesday, and then drops again Thursday. Friday looks dry before a low rain chance returns uh, next weekend. And rainfall amounts are looking pretty good. One to two to as much as three inches of rain uh, for parts of central Texas over the next week. And some of that, of course, comes tonight. And some of it gets spread out amongst the next several days. Look at our first warning weather seven-day forecast then. So it's a 60% chance of rain here Sunday. And mostly it's rain with just isolated storms. Still cool, though, low 60s. Upper 60s Monday, a drier day, but a 20% rain chance. And then as the warmth comes back, the storm chances go up for Tuesday and Wednesday, about 50% coverage there. And then a cold front brings an end temporarily to rain, just a 20% rain chance Thursday morning. Friday looks dry, sunny, and warmer up to 81, and then back down in the upper 70s for Saturday. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Austin FC back on the pitch tonight for another West Coast match, this time against the other L.A. team, the L.A. Galaxy. Both teams haven't had much good luck lately. Austin FC still sore about their win drought, which has also produced only one goal since their 2-1 victory over Real Salt Lake one month and 11 days ago. Even though the L.A. Galaxy are winless, Austin FC is expecting it to be tough because if nothing else, it's going to be on the road, and those matches are rarely easy. I'm watching these games against Houston and Seattle, and they're doing plenty to score goals, just as we are doing plenty to score goals. They had a couple against LAFC. They could have got scored on a few more times against LAFC, but LAFC is a good team, and it's challenging. But I do not take them for granted. I think Greg Vanny is an extremely good coach. I think they have talent all over their field, just as we do. Kickoff set for a little after 9.30. Austin FC 10th in the West. The LA Galaxy are second to last. Unlucky number 13 out of 14 teams. College football, Texas State concluding spring ball today with their spring game. First year for head coach G.J. Kinney, who, is, who had a high-powered offense at his last stop incarnate word, trying to generate that with this group. QB battles between Arkansas transfer Malik Hornsby, former four-star recruit battling with Baylor transfer C.J. Rogers. A lot of airing it out today by the offense. Here's Hornsby to last year's leading receiver, Ashton Hawkins. Now, new is always nice, and new always inspires confidence, and right now the Bobcats seem to have plenty. I'm pleased. I think our guys are, are buying in, doing a really good job. Um, you know, like I said, we, we still have to recruit. Uh, we still have to get this thing to where we want it. We're not playing the game, uh, thankfully, next week, but I think guys are doing a really good job. We can be really good. We can definitely be really good. I mean, the offense is um, clicking, and as you can see, the defense does their thing as well. So when we get every everyone to buy in and just everyone to practice really hard, and, you know, we have fall camp and summer, so – we're just, we just started this thing, so come fall time, we'll be ready. All right, UT Baseball faces Oklahoma for a doubleheader today. We've got the game one action from the dish for you, and sports continues after this. Keep it here. 
Texas baseball taking on Oklahoma as the Longhorns and Sooners will finish their three-game set today due to weather concerns. Tomorrow, they honor two-time All-American Taylor Jungman by retiring his jersey before the game today. Jungman played from 20, 2009 to 2011 and won the Dick Hauser Trophy, awarded to the College Baseball Player of the Year in 2011. Top of the third, Sooners, Anthony McKenzie, it's a two-run single to put Oklahoma up 8-0. But in the bottom of the sixth, Texas showing some fight. Jack O'Dowd hits this one into the right field corner. That scores Jared Thomas. Stand-up double for O'Dowd. 8-4, Texas cutting into the lead halfway. Then Dylan Campbell adds two more to that with this two-run blast to right field. Longhorns only down by two after that. Top of the seventh. Anthony McKenzie, though, what a day for him. He singles right over here to left. And that gives the Sooners the insurance run that they needed. Oklahoma wins it 9-6. to six. Seven of the eight runs they scored earlier were uh, on a free pass. So not good for Texas. All right, softball. one nothing. Oklahoma State in the sixth inning. We pick it up in McCombs Field. Taylor Tuck at the plate for the Cowgirls. And she hits this one deep. And that is going to score a run right there to make it uh, two to nothing, Oklahoma State. Then the bottom of the seven, two on for Texas. Reese Atwood, two straight games with game-winning singles. Well, that changed. Now it's three gate straight game winners, but this one was a home run. This three-run shot clinches the series for Texas, three to two. The third game wasn't officially one-on-one -on -one play, but the results were still the same as Texas completed the sweep of Oklahoma State, five to two. So there you go, guys. All right, Jonathan, appreciate it. Let's get back to Nick with the uh, severe weather. San Saba County still? Still San Saba County as far as uh, severe weather warnings are concerned. And that's what we're looking at here on the map. That severe thunderstorm warning goes until 645 for southern San Saba County. We've seen a little bit of weakening with that storm, uh, but uh, still a hail and wind concern for right now as that warning continues. Uh, remember? We've got a severe thunderstorm watch for all of the hill country until 10. Tomorrow, just light showers and cool in the 60s. All right. Thanks, Nick. And thank you for watching. You can get the very latest weather on our weather app as well as KXAN.com and any cut-ins that might be necessary here. Until then, we'll see you at 10 o'clock. Have a great night.